All right, we're back for episode number two of Conversations with the Potters, Michael and Lori Potter here. How are you, Lori? I'm fine, Michael. <laughs> hey, I got a question, because we don't really plan what we're going to talk about. That's the whole point of this, um, I guess, deal. Um, so, it is. It's just conversations, what comes up. It's uh, it's just life. Well, I got a question for you. So we did this we did this episode, and you were like, put it up. I misunderstood. You said, put it up, but don't tell anybody about it. So, so it's up. <laughs> If you're listening, yes. congrats. You found it somehow. <laughs> I have no idea how. But it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on all these different places. I mean, can I not tell anybody about it? I, I let the kids the no, kids hear right it. No, not right now. No. Can I tell Darren and Cindy? No. Really? I, lo- I love I love Darren and Cindy, but... But why not? I because mean, Dan and Tracy? We've we've talked about this. It's kind of like... You have talked about doing a podcast for a long time. Yeah. But you you like to plan it out. We mentioned this before. You have... Um, you know, you want it to be a certain way. Right. And that always, and, and like, this is life. Projects, you have a certain way to do it, and so then it doesn't happen. So my idea was like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And um, just for me, it was more of a thing for us to have a conversation. If people find it, great. But um, it, 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 it. Well, they're not going to find it. That's the problem. Well, you know, then it's for us. It's for us to do. But don't you want more? Like, like, don't you want somebody to discover this and be like, you guys should host the Great American Baking Show? No, I don't care about You don't that. want to do that? No, I, I'd That'd like to have fun, a conversation though. with okay. you. All right. So you tell me when I can let, like, <laughs> you know, Eddie and Rachel know or Darren and Sid. I'm thinking of couples. Like, this, I don't think, like, you know, I don't I think 24-year-olds. I think year they olds... would roll their eyes and be like, oh, geez. You think so? Yeah. Like. Oh, I don't think so. I think what 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 we're talking about is, like. Like, Life for everybody. I, I, we our need to age. talk to them already. They don't need to listen to our. You know, we're approaching we're approaching middle age, <laughs> <laughs> and I think everybody deals with this stuff. I mean, right now we're in the they midst do. of like you know, um, applications for college, and it's well, not for us. Well, it's di- yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we did applications for college a few years back, but it's it's doubly you know difficult or not time consuming for us because the kids are also applying for. Yes. You know, music. So we had a great day. I, I mean, I thought it was a nice day yesterday, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was really nice. I mean, we don't have big gatherings anyway. We you have... can't. It's illegal. <laughs> Our anyway, kids would rat on us anyway, if they went to school. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't talk about that. It makes me angry. Uh, sorry. Um, that We've and already royalty. discussed my anger. Done. Oh, um, before you move on, okay. I have to make one uh, apology <clears throat> to the country of New Zealand. I said there's like 800,000 people there. There's like 4.5 million. So I was <laughs> off just a little bit. And by the way, the one of the best pound per, per pound UFC fighters, Izzy, uh, is from New Zealand. They got some great fighters. But anyway, I apologize. I made a joke that there's only eight hundred thousand. There's like four point five million. That's still pretty small though for a country. So we have, have to apologize that. next week for saying they're small. No, I will, I will not. I will not apologize for that <laughs> statement. That's a fact. So, anyways, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, we had a nice, not, not a big gathering, but just your mom. No, it's our my normal mom, brother, gathering. Your brother. Yes. Our your moms, other brother was gone because both of our dads passed away. Yeah. And. Um, Mine almost 20 years ago. Yes. And mine, two years ago yeah. on December At 8th. At the same time. Yeah. Yep. The, la- the last thing I remember about your dad, really, I mean, we saw him in hospice and all that stuff. But the last <laughs> good memory, really, of him was we did Thanksgiving the night before because I had to go to L.A. to do basketball games. And he was there. And he was sitting there and he was talking about what, either like getting results back or going to get a... Yes, we actually celebrated, two years ago, we celebrated Thanksgiving on Wednesday. Right, yep. Because you were leaving town on Thursday. I drove that night, yep. And um, 
Yeah. And so my dad had had a biopsy a couple days before, and he was going to the doctor's appointment that afternoon to get results and found out that he um, had cancer that day. And it, was, it was that Friday, right? Because we had it Wednesday, it was, we had Thanksgiving, Thursday. It was Thursday. Did he go on Thanksgiving? He went Wednesday afternoon. We celebrated Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. Wednesday it was early because I drove out that day, yeah. And he went to the doctor and, mm. um, yeah, he found out. He called. I talked to my mom because we took our youngest daughter to ballet that night. I did. And I talked to my mom and it was cancer. And so we'll get into that. And then but, December 8th, it was. And then 18 days later, yeah. he passed away. And we Ugh. were actually, our son was doing a piano competition, and we had seen my dad, he went into hospice very fast, and uh, we had seen him almost every day, and then that day, the kids had a piano recital in the morning, and a couple of our kids did, and our son had a piano competition. That was the Music Fest competition at, in uh, the at the church in Scottsdale, right? Yep. Yep. And so we were planning to go see my dad at hospice. Um, he wasn't really talking much after just a couple days, and uh, no. my brother called me as our son was waiting to warm up, and said he passed away. So we, Caden did his uh, his competition, and then we called my mom and went to hospice. And yeah, it was it. really fast. I mean, Super it, fast. it wasn't it wasn't that. I mean, some of those cancers are like, man, that's going to go fast. This one was just he hadn't. He was such a strong guy, though. Like, he might have been in, like, a lot of pain that a normal person would have been like, well, I'm going to go see the doctor. This isn't right. But he would deal with that I stuff I think quite he a knew bit. something was wrong for a long time, but he never liked to go to Just doctors. Just didn't want to go. I, I think he, there's no way he could have not known that he he had tumors everywhere at that point. Because like, it was he painful, knew, right? He knew something. I, I just, I, I feel like he knew something wasn't right, but... You know, yeah. old school thinking and, you know, it's, it gets scared when you realize, like, something is seriously wrong. So. Yeah, I I mean, was he in pain, though, too? Because, like, I, I'd be like, if I was in I pain, I'd like, I gotta go check this it out. It was I don't two weeks this. before that where he told my mom uh, he was so tired. He just all of a sudden yes. couldn't get his energy. He was that. a builder. He could build anything, repair anything. He was a great carpenter. And he was doing a massive, in his 70s, a massive renovation to a client's entire back patio and house. Yeah, like, back half of the house. Just, yes, installing the whole backside of the house and the patio and everything. And about two weeks before he went to the biopsy, all of a sudden he was like, I have no energy. And then it was from there. But that, I mean, he was working, in, yeah. working, working, working his whole life and until he just literally couldn't. He worked all the time, yeah. He literally he found out he had cancer on. and tried to go back to the job for a few days before he, he went to, to hospice. He tried to finish that off, yeah. Yes. It yeah, was important to him. That was just him. how he was, yeah. He was one of a kind, Jimmy Boyd. He was a he was an interesting cat. <laughs> he he, he anyway, had some experiences in so, life. So yeah, man. so Thanksgiving has that memory of like um, yeah, you know, it's really different without him here because he was a little nutty sometimes too. So well, but he was he had a, he had a charisma though too, right? And and when he walked in a room, you kind of, he was one of those guys you walked in a room, you knew he was there, you know. And he was <laughs> he was yeah. I don't know, he had he had a charisma. He had a it was something about him, you know. I mean, we'd get into little arguments and stuff like oh, that, yeah. and. He was very stubborn on certain things and that were just 
ridiculous. It made no sense, but he would yes. he would double down on him. But it was but that was part but as of he the... got older, he he kind of oh. think he kind of knew they were nutty, and he kind of enjoyed that, you know. So it was, it was a lot more fun as he got older when he doubled down on that stuff. Fun. <laughs> I found it fun. I found it fun to kind of push his buttons I don't a little know, bit and do yeah, it. But... The cranky, like he'd get cranky and then I noticed, yeah. really I would say, are you tired? And yeah. it almost would remind him, like, you're being cranky, yeah. like obnoxious right now. <laughs> um, well, he was always tired because, I mean, I don't think he was sleeping very well there toward, you know, those last couple no, of years. And plus he would always, he was always just doing something. He'd work at weird hours. He'd do weird, I mean, yeah. he was always doing stuff, you yeah. know, so... But yeah, that's unfortunately. I mean, fortunately and unfortunately, that's. I mean, every time around this time of year, that 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 memory comes. Oh, up, I think about know? him a lot. Yeah. Um, but to me, like the amazing thing, it was like 18 days from diagnosis to when he died. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, it's odd, but I'm sure other people can relate. Like, I'm super thankful. It was so fast. I like, think he was thankful too. I think he was, yeah, really thankful. I mean, once he got it, there was that initial. Oh, we're gonna fight it, and then a couple of days later, it's like, man, this thing is it was spread so far. Three and it's kind of like, all right. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. There was that we're going to fight it. And then it was like, yeah, you know, this is probably, this is probably it. And he's kind of went, just went, went so fast. fast. Yeah. 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 The thing about your dad that was, that you always remember though, too, is, I mean, he was one of those guys, he could do anything with his hands, like build. He could, he just figured it out. He could, he could fix anything. He could even do that automotively a little bit. I mean, I think your brother Kent was maybe better automotively, but your dad could figure it out. He didn't. He didn't you know? like working on cars. He liked telling me how to work on cars and have a cup <laughs> of coffee. He liked not and doing a cigarette it. and watching so me do it. When he um, take that off. Okay, now remember where you got it from, dude. That's too late. You just said take it off. I took it off, and you said remember how you got it off. It, as you take this off, remember how you got it off because it goes on the same way. That was what your dad. He liked stopped to do. working on cars. It was one thing that he just he started just taking his car in to have somebody else do it. I think it was that crappy like it. Pontiac Fiero they gave us. Remember that we had that little that black Fiero way, for like was, a we, for like a day. We didn't actually didn't even run. have it. It it sat out in front of the their house. We didn't even own it. But he was going to have me work on it so we could we could drive it. And I, I oh, think that was terrible. I probably have more hours working on a car than you have working on a car. Of course. In, in life. Of course. My dad didn't work on cars. He tried yeah. to change oil a couple of times and he'd be <laughs> he'd be chugging crap over the fence and screaming and yelling. Now, he I've told it. you this before, but I remember when we moved to Arizona, at one point we had like I don't even know what they were, like two engines sitting in the backyard, one in the in the um, garage, and he had built like some. That's a good engine. We just that's a good engine. <laughs> we just need to change the carburetor on that. That's a good engine. <laughs> I I don't even know why it was it's not. Just sitting it in was the not back. a hobby. It was out of necessity, like because they didn't have the resources to yeah. buy new cars and even buy used cars. He had to know how to fix them because they did not have the resources to go out and buy whatever they needed to buy. Like. Yeah, but it he was, was that type. Of, like, even if he didn't know exactly, he could kind of figure it out. He could he diagnose could it, it. He was very intuitive around that type of stuff. And as far as building, he could. I mean, he could do it. He was the first guy that, like, I remember we were doing something, and I can't remember what it was, but I was think, oh, it might have been we were taking the air, the the swamp cooler off of our roof, of our first, our house. first house. Remember, it was it was yes, a yes, crummy yes. swamp cooler. Okay, I said I just need to get that off there. We we got an AC unit on the side because the swamp. And your dad's was like, I'll come help roof. you get it off. And so we were unbolting it, and you know it was on there forever. And, and he just took like a hacksaw and started just cutting through the roof. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "We'll just fix it." And I was like, "You can't just do that." And then he did it, and I'm like, "Okay, I guess we're put, replacing the roof." And then he just he's like, "All right, push it off." And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, "Just push it off the side of the house." 
Like, we didn't have yes. a crane or anything. And I was like, what do you mean? And he just got down on, on his butt and put his cowboy boots on and shoved it. He goes, look out below. I mean, as it was going off, he said, watch out. And it was <laughs> flying up. And I was like, what in the world? But then he just had this gaping hole, and he just took some plywood, put it in there. Bup, 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 yes. And next thing you know, it looks as good as it is. I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Like, that I is, had no idea you could do that. That is a great memory because these projects became like family affairs. My mom would come over. The oh, kids yeah. were little. Because it stuff. took forever. And yes. yes it took it all was, day. It was always like, oh, that's that's easy. That's simple. And then it was after how many trips to Home Depot yeah. because we didn't have a certain tool or he left it at the house or whatever. But that swamp cooler day, like... It's right out of a movie to see a swamp cooler literally mm. flying off the roof of your house, shingles and debris coming down, and it just crashes to the ground. It was just yeah. like a movie come to life. It was so funny. Yeah, um, and I was just like, we got a hole up here. He's like, yeah, we'll fix it. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know you could do that. The other thing he taught me too, though, is <clears throat> and he taught me sometimes because of, of a bad experience, but other times later it was that if you – if you need to do a job, you need to get the, the right tool for the job. It makes it so much easier. <laughs> yes. Many times it was, well, we need this tool. We don't have it. Let's try this. And five hours later, you would drive down somewhere and buy the yes. correct tool, and it'd take you eight minutes to do it. Because he know? left it at the house. Yeah. He left, he's like, oh, I have one of those at home somewhere. I'm like, yeah. that's super helpful. But yeah. we, we knew after years of this, of him always, always, always willing to help, always willing to help, it also came along with, we knew that was what was going to happen. Like he would come out, we would make dinner. It was a job. And we knew, I just, you expect the tools are not all going to be there. I think one time, wasn't he going to help us with something? And he came out and he's like, well, let's eat first. And like, they got there like at five and like, we didn't start the job to like seven thirty or 8. I don't even remember. And another time your brother Kent, he has, he doesn't have the patience for that. So he would, <laughs> if he was going to help, it was like, dad, come on, let's go. Let's like, he was like, let's get it done in 30 minutes. Your dad was like, this will be fun. Let's take three hours. This will be just easy. Relax, this will be easy. You know? And then it, but it didn't bother him four that it times took, as long. Yeah, as... but but Kent would be like, "No, let's get this done." So if we have anything to do, I was like, "Hey, Kent, do you want to come out and help with this too?" But grow, growing up with that sort of thing is like, you just learn to like, I can do this. I can fix this. I can. Um, Which is a you great. Just, you just figure skill, it out, right? I mean, I I remember another holiday. It might have been Christmas dinner, or it was Thanksgiving. And I, um, I had fixed the I had fixed the dryer at one point, like it needed. New, yes, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, but the, the drum was still the drum. I had I I had torn apart the drum because I just Googled it. You just you can just take it apart, and if you Google dryers, they're simple machines, very simple machines. So I had done that, and then we had a washing machine, and it was the pump was leaking. And so I'd figured out how to figure out, you know, where the leak is coming from. And the first time it was leaking, it was just the pump and it needed it needed changing. And then I got the flu. So they were all out for dinner. And I'm like, I'm like influenza. I had the flu. And so instead of me doing it, they just, you know, you guys had dinner or whatever. And him and my brother just, yeah, they just did, it. Re did it for me. It was so nice. But like. It didn't matter what day it was. They would just help yeah. you out. And um, just growing up with that, like it instills a lot of. 
Was there ever a time, though, where it was, it was like unenjoyable, though? It's like, I wish we could just buy something. <laughs> I wish no, we could just buy a new one. No, I as mean, opposed to I feel like we're kind of, it's stressful now because we're so busy with the kids. I, I don't have as much time. But no, because I, I feel like things, we're such a throwaway society. I don't want to throw it away. Like, if it's right. just a replacement of a part, we can, we're going to do that. Like, I mean, if something's fixable, it's fixable. It's we don't want to just throw away things because one little thing is broken. So, I mean, it's like it's like the dryer that I have fixed a couple times because parts just get worn out. Mm -hmm. But I I don't really like that dryer. I wish (laughs) we've had it for almost 20 years. It's like our minivan we've had for 17 years. And it just keeps running. And I'm like really happy (laughs) because I don't want to spend money on a dryer, but I don't like the dryer and I won't get rid of it unless it absolutely won't work because it's wasteful. And I'm just, I don't like that. We watch our money and that's where frugal and that's why we have so much wealth in our lives. (laughs) 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 That's why we're big big ballers. When you grow up without a lot of money... You just naturally, it is ingrained in you to yes. try to be frugal and to try to fix things and use things and reuse things. And so it is like also a special treat when you can afford to buy something like, oh, this is yeah. really nice or. Well, my family didn't, we didn't grow up fixing and reusing things, frugalness. We just grew up frugal like my my mom, my dad, my aunt, they didn't like spending money. They were just like, we'll just do without. How about that? You know? Oh, those tires have 60,000 miles on them? We can get another 5,000 yes, out of them. Yes. They just did not like spending money. So that was kind of ingrained in me. Like, I don't, I like spending money on the kids or buying instruments or buying things like that, but I don't like spending money on other stuff. I mean, we had that minivan for how long have we had it now? We still have that 16 minivan. 16 years? Like 215,000 miles? Um, yes, and it's still running. So we use it. Yeah. And in fact, our oldest daughter likes to drive the old van better than the new van. The 2006 Mazda MPV. Last year they yes, made it. So yes. It's a classic. And that's why we bought that van because it was the last year they made it. Nobody wanted to buy them. Right. So there were better deals on it. It was like, I'm not into cars. Yeah, really I really don't deal. care. Yeah. Just give me air conditioning and a decent, reliable engine and I'm fine. And it's had air conditioning almost every year we've had it. <laughs> almost every year. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to backtrack on originally talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because Thanksgiving is always nice. It's very traditional. We always we love to play games after dinner. I we I always have loved to play games, and so it morphs we into like now games. like you know who who wants to play upwards or a board game or whatever. But play the, a little five crowns. The holidays are always stressful, not because they're holidays, but we've mentioned we have four kids, and. Um, our, our third one to go into college is also going into music, which means if you have done this before, there's a ton of prep, like years of prep, and then a full year probably of prep to get recordings, pre-screens on your instrument, applications in. And you don't just apply to one school. You apply to multiple schools because you're after um, scholarships. scholarships and it is super intensive, and everything is almost always due December 1st. And then after that's due, then you're prepping for auditions, which is another like two to three months of just prepping, practicing, recording. Um, and that falls to us as parents to support them and help them because— Well, and he's doing two instruments too. So so with the girls, there was, excuse me, you know, you know five pieces to be recorded for pre-screening. And with him, there's ten you know, so he's doing True. multiple instruments. So that, that makes it more difficult, too. Um, and 
you know, a lot of theirs, I don't remember the longest. They, they had a couple long pieces, but some of those piano pieces the were sisters. like- The sisters. Yeah, like really yes. long. So Caden, one of his piano pieces is over 12 minutes. About 12 minutes. And if you're unfamiliar with piano, everything, very similar to the string world, everything is memorized. You do not play or audition with music. Everything is memorized. So he's playing, you know, a 12-minute list piece, a five-minute- um, but if you pay 11 Chopin. minutes and 30 seconds, great. And you really miff, buff, you know, b- screw up the ending. Yes. You can't send yes. that tape in no. with a screwed up ending. Now, if no. you, you might have mistakes in and out of things. And if there, you can maybe get by with that because you can't have a perfect recording, but. You can be note perfect and you can, you can. Technique should technique be. Technique should be good. Could be good. But yes, it's. I mean, it's hard. We have two, you might, you two girls who play brass instruments and that's tough because. Your mouth, your embouchure, it gives out. So you're playing a piece that's six minutes long, and the last nine seconds, this has happened. Yeah, and you and can only just, record it a couple times at you, a, at, a, at a whack yeah. because you just you don't have the the lips to do it. You know. Yeah. So, so I think like we've we've done this audition routine. This is the third time around for us. And third and last time around. I don't know. the the ne- The next one might, but she's got well, four, going four into more high years. School, yeah. Um. But we have our oldest daughter is junior in high school or in high school college. in college, uh, for classical music, and then we have boy girl twins, and they're both eighteen. But she uh, went to college a year early for music, and so now it's his turn. Which you know, well, she I, got into college a year early. She, yeah. she goes to her room yes, for college. This year. It's unfortunate. <laughs> her, her room is uh, now decorated like a dorm room. Yeah, she's getting better meals. Although the college she was going to go to has oh, really good food. Great. So great food um that's probably made it easier for us because i'm i'm thinking like if we had to redo her recordings and his recordings oh, and applications i don't know how we would have done that she, um, she's a lifesaver i mean the school she got into is really good school financially for us too and so she was a lifesaver on that one yeah and and they're different people so what he needs support in is you know, the girls kind of did more, a little bit more on their own. Right. But this recording and prepping and applications, it completely, completely stresses me out. It consumes there, you. I mean, it is. And then there's um, competitions over the winter break. So every year, this season is just like, it's almost like Christmas and Thanksgiving are an afterthought because the whole focus is on yeah. college applications, the recordings, the preparation. Then it's summer festival preparation. Like, I don't feel there's just no break. Um, so next year, when three of them are, are in college, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, will this be like a year off next year? Like, I, I don't I know. I doubt like, it. <laughs> Something's going to happen. I don't know. Something's going to happen. Three in college. Gee whiz, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, I just I feel like- I hope he gets a good scholarship somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been blessed. Like, we spend a lot of money on private mm-hmm. lessons and stuff. That's what you do when you- It's just like parents who have kids in sports. They spend a ton of money on club sports and stuff. It's To me, it's an investment in your kids. I mean, they're learning a skill that they can use the rest of their lives, even if they go into something other than music. You know, hopefully they'll continue it. Um, so far, they all three say they want to do music professionally. Definitely the, 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 the two girls. But- because we did that, they were able to get good scholarships, and now Emma's got, you know, she's got extra jobs and things like that. So they've been, I mean, As it's, it's worked As the kids say, out, you know? semi-adulting. She's, yeah, she's, she's starting really to good semi-adulting. Yeah, getting a job at the bakery and stuff. She's having a good time, doing well. Um, but yes, it's, if I was never exposed to this world at all until our kids got into it. You were a little bit to this. I mean, but you didn't really have to do that when you went to 
undergrad, right? Because you were going for biology. I and then started you, auditioning. You applied for music. But... And my parents didn't really know. This is, you know, way before internet and Google. And they didn't know this world Wow, at before internet. Man, you're old. Yes, thank you. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, they didn't. But you could page your teacher and they call you back on the payphone. No, and pagers <laughs> were like a couple years later. No cell phones, you know, when I was trying to do this. They had and pagers. My, my, you're not that old. They had pagers. Uh, maybe. Like, rich but that was pe- rich people had pagers. <laughs> um, but no, they, they don't come from this world at all. Like, they know nothing about classical music. They didn't know anything about it. Yeah. They were not exposed to it. Like, they knew zero. And so I was kind of on my own. And uh, and your was, teacher was, knew a little bit about it, too, but she it, hadn't really no, gone. Not, she was, she not was very a, much either. A school teacher. She's a school teacher. So, so her training was music yes, education. Yes. So. And this is totally different. This Performance is, and education, music education are very. I mean, they're both instruments, but they're very different. The way the prep is the prep and, and the, the way people think different. about it, and the and the mindset of the people involved in those and everything. It's it's different, definitely. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, our, you know, hey, three kids want to go into classical music, and you know, <laughs> classical arts are just just blowing up in America. So. Oh my gosh. I do have it's gonna be great. Of like okay. tons of job of opportunities. Yeah, I'm like, okay, Emma loves baking. She's working at a bakery, so that's good. But she also likes that. Like that's an outlet for her. Oh yeah. Um I don't know about Gracie. Like she just Well, it's like everything you know? we talked about. I mean, the the idea of in any type of the arts of just doing that, it can happen. But if you have that skill set, you can use that skill set for a lot of different ways to make money too. And so that's kind of what we've been telling the kids is you can play in an orchestra. That'd be great. You can also teach, you can do chamber groups. You can, I mean, you can gig out on other things and you can have other side, side jobs. So don't put all your, the whole idea of like, Oh, I'm going to get out and get a job in an orchestra. And that's going to be my, my money. It's like, well, yeah, it could happen, but you really have to diversify. That's a plan, but I mean, it, it, you, but you need a multiple you revenue these, streams. They're their teachers, the mentors. Um, I mean, it's years in the making. So, but look at it this year. Like this came out of nowhere, but there's tons of orchestras throughout the country that are struggling financially, and so they're not getting pay raises. And this, and I mean, them are shut down, and the people just aren't even getting paid this year. You know, so you have to have multiple revenues, multiple revenue streams. That's that's your that's been your philosophy for a long time. Multiple long time. revenue streams. Yeah, you got to have different side gigs going on. Multiple revenue That's because you're you're interested in so many things. Like I, I that's it's. Yeah, it's, it's just hard nice. to find a way to <clears throat> revenue them. <laughs> Everything I'm interested in, but there's always ways if you're interested, and and it doesn't have to. I mean, it doesn't have to. My main my main revenue stream is my job, and it's not like the thing I'm most interested in. But it's a great revenue stream, and it's done very well for us. And you're so, good at the, it. I'm okay at it. And then the other, and then <laughs> I'm good enough at it. And then the other Stop. things are things I really enjoy doing. And now I've been able to revenue stream them a little bit. And that's what I'm kind of telling the kids is like, you know, you, you can get a gig and then do something you enjoy and kind of get more, more, more income coming in. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Were we, we were talking about Thanksgiving though. I mean, that's, yes. it's, it's, because it's all like, it's all wrapped up into one, okay, yeah. like the Thanksgiving and, um, cause this is how our, you know, I feel like we're talking more to like, there's an audience here. There, there isn't. Like, well, but, there um, would be an audience if we told anybody we had a podcast. <laughs> I don't think many people are like, I'm going to go on iTunes and like <laughs> Potter. Let me just see what comes up there. Cause it's going to be like the 84 Harry Potter podcast before that is true. we even come up. So we have to like tell people we're doing this. I, I, I really like the name Harry. I wanted to name our son Harry, but Harry Potter was yeah. so prevalent 
like I just like oh you know that's gonna be like Harry looking Potter. looking back we probably yeah. should have because at the time it would have been like oh Harry Potter but nowadays it would have yeah. been just like... and I really liked Henry but uh, you had an Uncle Henry and I was like oh do we want and we did Henry's not like him that... I'm just kidding <laughs> he was a he great was guy. so nice uh, <laughs> he's passed away but too. then I then I was like oh should we you know that we shouldn't like copy his name and and you know I'm like you know shoulda wouldas yeah isn't isn't Harry like do people call Henry's Harry? Is that no, a nickname for? I don't think so. Hank. Hank is Hank the um for Henry. Is for Henry. Yes. Okay. Not Harry. Which we could go back to royalty. Harry the Prince. <laughs> Just kidding. Gosh, um, I thought Thanksgiving was really nice. I it was it was a nice day. Um, I actually spent most of the morning getting the podcast up and getting cover art going. But even you weren't I even tell a, you weren't even around. Like I was people, doing that. It okay, took me forever to do that. So the that. kids were practicing all day and then we told people to come over in the afternoon and uh like everybody just kept saying i don't think you knew like where's michael where's michael i'm like i don't know i was I, working I on that beautiful cover art <laughs> and getting this thing posted on i didn't know what i used to do it where's, where's michael i don't know do you know Because i was gonna send out like a big instagram thing to my 30 followers letting them know that we had this new podcast <laughs> do you know my mom got up you know she got the free, free turkey yeah, she's crazy. she got up at 5 a.m because to cook the turkey because she started reading like, oh, sometimes it's six hours. This is my mom uh, who is um, 76. She just turned 76. I thought she was 46. That's, yes. So <laughs> That's she, an inside joke. Yes. Um, she just turned 76 on November 25th. So her birthday's fun because it's either like the day before Thanksgiving, the day after, or certain years it lands right on Thanksgiving. So we, That's weird to me. I don't like that about Thanksgiving. I don't know if she likes it or not, but she just does. And then we always wait to like give her a little gift or something when we see her on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't know if she even thinks about it. I Maybe it totally bugs her. I have no idea. But, you know, she came in and she's so. like, or she texted me. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-mm. She texted me a picture of this golden turkey in the morning. We're not, we're not even planning to eat morning. till after two. Yes. And she's like, I don't think I needed to get up this early. And I'm like, I don't think so. And then she texted, um, I, uh, I don't think I should keep it in the oven all day. It might dry out. Yeah. Yeah. I said, yes. So what'd yes, she do it with it? So she ended up cutting it up. I'll just put it in the fridge or and whatever? And put it in the fridge. And I, I actually it good. I actually think it was the juiciest turkey she's yeah. ever, ever made in my entire life. Yeah. Because she didn't keep it didn't like, keep it warm and overcooked. Hot it. all day yeah. long. Yes. Turkey's easy to dry out. I don't particularly like turkey. So. I love turkey, but you have to be really? careful because it's gotta be juicy enough. Yeah, I really I like think turkey. You like turkey. It's gotta be well it, good turkey. <laughs> it's got to be juicy enough, but if it's What's too the... ju- if it's too juicy, you're worried it's not cooked all the way through. Have you ever had Really good turkey. Yeah, I think at an Arby's once I had good oh turkey. My goodness, turkey yeah. cheddar. I think, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, do you ever remember having great turkey? Well, I mean, turkey's not a thing. We're like, oh my goodness, that's the best turkey I ever had. It's not like lobster or something like that was, or a steak. We're like, that was a great steak. But like, can it's you just even like name turkey. a time that you've had good turkey? Yesterday, four thirty. Okay. No, it was the really first good. Time with the gravy and the. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know if you know me. I don't like think back like, oh yeah, <laughs> well, I'm gonna remember said, that I as like a great turkey. turkey. Well, good turkey. I like turkey. And now I'm like, when have you had good turkey? I like turkey? turkey when it's not dry. When when have you ever had 
moist turkey. Okay, so so man, you're drilling me on this. Um, when we got to barbecue places and things like that, I like to get I like to get um, sausage. I, Where? Um, oh, what's the one called down at Tempe Town Lake? Sometimes I'll get the turkey there with that. I'll get I'll get a uh, a sausage and I'll get some pulled pork and turkey, or I'll get brisket and turkey. Where, what are you talking? What place? It's not barbecues. It's um. Well, it's down at Tempe Town Lake. About. It's a barbecue place. We used to go when we were out meeting agents and stuff. It's a great place to meet agents for lunch. Hmm. It's a barbecue joint. Uh, Lucille's. Lucille's Barbecue. They have good turkey. You've never taken me there. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Do you like turkey barbecue that much? I I love barbecue. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I love barbecue. I know. But I love barbecue. When we go out to dinner, we don't like. We don't drive go to, to a chain places. like in a. No, I don't like chains, but I, mean, I love barbecue. Is. I like hole that's in the wall. That's a good place to meet places. Are there any good hole in the wall barbecue places here? I have no. I idea. I mean, Honey Bears. I like Honey Bears, but that's kind of. I have no idea. Phoenix isn't really known for barbecue. No, but I love it. I love like barbecue pork. Yeah, Kansas it. City and Texas are really well known. I would like to eventually. Arthur Bryant. Do like um, Gates Barbecue, like a food vacation. Mm. Where we go to a city to, um, and, and like go to their restaurants. Not like, you know, the most popular necessarily, although if it's good, it's probably going to be really See, popular. See, that's a TV show. But we need to find somebody <laughs> to sponsor us who flies these places. Okay, so for have... example, like not last, not this past summer, but 2019, um, our son went to a festival up in Denver. Yes. And we found. I forgot what the place was called. It was literally a slip of a place, that hole-in-the-wall place. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we had, it was like chocolate and drinks, and but we ended up having chocolate barbecued meatballs or something Yeah, there. those were good. And it was this real, almost looked like a laboratory. I like old-fashioned that they yeah, had. Yeah, and it was all smoked. Smoked and, and everything. Um, it was really good. I'm not a drinker or anything, but it's really cool looking and, and yeah, fun. Yeah, they, they did chocolate-ish things in almost yes. everything. So it was like a chocolate but something But it wasn't sweet. Meatball. It was no, a savory no. type thing. It was thing. really good. Uh, I love trying new places. Places like that. Love it. Yes. Yeah, so we every, have a bunch of little places like that around here. Well, we, we did. To, I don't know if they're going to survive, but they're, they were popping up. I know. I think they'll be able to pop up again. I mean, there's going to be so much space available. I think they're... Going out of business, and I think they'll be able to jump back in. I hope. I hope so. I the best turkey I've ever had. I remember it to this day. Not that see, you I don't asked, remember stuff like that. But um, it was just a couple years after we were married, and I was working at GCU teaching science, mm-hmm. and the department had a get together at um, the department head's house, and I was eating this delicious smoked meat, and I was like. This is the best thing ever. We were out on the patio, and the professor, I remember he had a little chameleon, his daughter's same name as our Emma. Is that Tom and, uh, or Phil? Phil. Phil. And um, uh, Joyce was there. She worked in the office. And I was like, this is delicious. Is this ham? Is this pork? They're like, no, it's smoked turkey. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Like, See? It was great. I don't know what they did to it. I don't know where they got it. I've never had turkey as good as that, and that was like uh, 18 years ago. You said it was just after we got married? Well, it had to be longer than that. I'm thinking after I got out of school, maybe. Yeah, because you were teaching after you yes, got out of school. Yes, yes, when the twins were. The moral of that story is, is everybody's lives get better after they meet me. <laughs> That's just the, okay, the obvious Okay, so yesterday, yesterday um, your mom wanted to talk about what she was thankful for. At dinner, she was like, "Michael, you, you, um, 
you didn't Every ask year, us what yeah. we were thankful for. And you're like, oh, and you played it off as. I played off really well. Um, no, I'm doing that during. Before when dessert. We, when we do our dessert rounds. Because we have dinner and then we, we you know, we. Play some games. We're too full. I don't want to eat belts. right up there. And so then we uh, stood around all of the desserts and said what we're thankful for. And one thing I was thankful for, I said, because you still make me laugh. Like sometimes you, I'm laughing even when I'm so mad at you. Like you've, I, I am I literally to, angry, but it still diffuse. makes me laugh. And so I, I have to, you know, I sometimes have to tell you, like, I'm angry. Just because I'm laughing doesn't mean that I'm not mad. I am. But you're funny. And uh, thank you. I was real. <laughs> I am really thankful about that because we've been married. Twenty six years. Twenty six years, and so you still make me laugh. Not all the time. Twenty seven this in August. Yeah, twenty six was this year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking. Why did you bring that. up that story? With that's very nice. Because you're making you. me laugh. You're oh. funny. Um, you say things that are funny, and you say things like people. People don't understand. They think you're telling the truth. You, they think you're being serious. And they don't realize you're being funny. I don't understand funny. that because I say the most ludicrous things that are the most ridiculous. Yes, like, but you say how them so deadpan. Somebody, <laughs> but that's what makes it funny. But how could somebody be serious about that comment? If you're just like, what? And I'm like, yes. And they look at me and I'm joke. like, he's <laughs> lying. He doesn't know what he's talking about because you say things so confidently. I don't know. You said something yesterday, um, I think, to my mom. What were you saying? You said something. She was behind the counter, and you said something to her, and she's like, "Oh, I did." I said, "He doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't know anything. He's just Is that saying what I told that." Her, Please goes a long way. No, <laughs> she asked you for something. Oh, she said, yeah, "I don't remember. I don't remember." But no, um, but they 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 look at you and like, "Oh, well, I, I didn't know that." And I'm like, "He's lying. He's just pretending like he knows, but they don't know you well enough, or they don't, you know." No, they don't, and, and, and it gets me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> Not real. I mean, not trouble. But it doesn't get you in trouble. Like, That's kind of. I know what trouble is. I open my mouth and I say things, and then I'm like, oh, "You get into trouble." Yes. I got I, a little I, trouble because I made fun of my brother after my mom said something about her, her, um, her, what she was thankful for, passing on the the heritage, and I made a joke. I would, and I had to explain to her later that I was I was making fun of my brother, not did making you, fun of her. Did you have a private conversation? Yeah. yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I was trying to okay. explain to her. Uh, anyway, it's not. It's too much to go into right now. <laughs> <laughs> about our family history with the church and Christianity and religion and everything and where I'm at with it now and where they're still at with it and where my brother's at with it and where my cousins are at with it. It's a very interesting story to me. Most other people probably don't think so. Uh, but she got offended and she thought I was making fun of her or what she was saying, but I was like, I was actually making fun of him, <laughs> my brother. <laughs> because That's he so was because he was actually, in my opinion, belittling that heritage that you guys gave us by Reducing it to just tick marks. You're you're good. So if you you're do these like, you're bad if you let me things. talk to you, mom. I'm yeah. gonna throw him under the bus, and I'm gonna get myself out. So no, I yeah, have no problem throwing him <laughs> under the bus. And he's, he doesn't he doesn't think that either. But he's been more entrenched in the uh, Southern Baptist traditions than I have. So he still sometimes will revert to that. Ooh, that that makes you a bad person we, if you we, do that. We you know? all have, so, yeah, our baggage. and we all have that baggage from that. We, yeah. we bring. But good I know, or good or bad. what I told her is I said, look, regardless of all that, the Christian heritage you guys, you know, gave down was awesome because you 
you didn't act like most other religious people in the 80s and 90s. You were in that denomination. What does that mean? Well, the, the, the Southern Baptist denomination was very much black and white, you, good and evil. You're going to hell if you do this. And their list was long of things you couldn't do, right? But, but even my uncle, who was a pastor, Uncle Henry, Uncle Hank, he followed some of those rules because he wanted to be in that. He, he felt he wanted to share Christ with people, and so he could do it through that, that deal. But he didn't buy into all that stuff. He was a, one of the most giving, loving, accepting. gracious, accepting people ever. But yes. he was in a denomination that nobody would label as giving, loving, and accepting at the time, right? Um, even saying this, I'm going to get people mad at me. First New Zealand, now Southern <laughs> Baptist. Um, but, but the family heritage wasn't this doctrine is the end all be all it was the relationship is and you need to love people and accept them where they're at and try to be a good good person a good friend to them so that was a good thing to pass down to show you could do that inside a culture that sometimes could be oppressive but even it wasn't to me your mom got a little upset the nice thing you know that that's family like i'm sure everybody's experience like you get family together you say something it's like (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> the worst. Family see, of the holidays is just terrible. See, like, stop. <laughs> um, but even that, like, she's all, hey, you know, get on you. And then life keeps rolling. Like, we we don't, like, there's no massive flare-up with with them. It's just like, hey, knock it off. And then we go on and we play a board game. Yeah. Like, it's just, it keeps rolling. And you that's, that's the nice thing about it. Um, it's because we're very evolved people. You might be the best people I know. <laughs> See, you might be the most, like this. most giving people, <laughs> the most forgiving people in the history of people. It's very possible. All right, so this has been good. We went like 40 minutes oh, on this. Yeah, That's too long. Well, most people stopped like 20 minutes ago, so <laughs> we're good. But like I said, I think we've had two people listen to this, and I think I was both of those people. I so. think so, too. Um, just think about that. I mean, think about when I can, because if you don't, I'm going to have to do it, and then you're going to be mad at me. I don't want you to be mad at me. Like, people need to hear this. This is good. This is gold. This is good it, stuff. No, it's not. It's Man, just it's conversation. Okay, though. Yeah. It makes us sit down and have conversations about life. Yeah, but there's so much other stuff out there. Like, most podcasts are, are like, you know, people are yelling at each other or they're, you know, getting all dramatic. And and those are good. I like I listen to some of those, too. Or they're, oh, you can be a multimillionaire or whatever. Or, oh, you need to be tougher. It's just conversations. Yeah, just conversations. This is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of soothing, right? Kind of enjoyable, it, it maybe? Just, it, I don't know. It makes us have a time where we sit down and we can talk about things and things just come up yeah like this we had nothing planned no 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 okay anything else last words parting comments wow last words well for the podcast okay. i don't i think you're gonna be okay no. until next friday <laughs> what do you mean no why you say it like that no <laughs> I mean, i'm done <laughs> all right i guess we're done all right episode two in the books we'll see you for episode three maybe in a week <laughs>